went to Arizona State. Right. I'm a sun devil, man. State of the Sun Devils with Jeremy Schnell, Jesse Morrison, and Mitch Bereldis, an Arizona sports podcast. Hello and welcome inside Mountain America Stadium after a uh, eventful night, guys. We are here at uh, 2 in the morning, ready to podcast. We stuck it out, guys. We're here. We're ready to bring everyone uh, just our thoughts from this beautiful match that ended 24-21 ASU victory over Southern Utah alongside Jesse Morrison and Mitch Reldis. I'm Jeremy Schnell. This is State of the Sun Devils. I cannot believe that just happened, guys. This was the longest delay in Sun Devil history, possibly. Uh, You know when Doug Tamaro can't remember uh, the last time there was a delay like this that it's it's been a while, huh? Yeah, you know, this was a really long delay. I thought that they weren't going to continue playing this game. However, they did at like 11.30 p.m. They're kicking off the second half, and there's like maybe 1,500 people here. The real diehards. Uh, I have no comments on the fans leaving. Y'all are perfectly fine for doing that. If I was a fan in this game, you can you can go ahead and do that because I, I, I'm sorry. It was a long delay. People People got work. People got school. Uh, But, yeah, it was just an overall crazy night. Uh, But ASU got a win, so I guess that's good. They indeed did get a win, Mitch. Uh, Uh, But wait, I want my marbles. I stood on the field in the rain, in the pouring rain, when it was at its worst when the players were out there. don't make this about you, Jeremy. I just want everybody to know that I was out there getting the B-roll that you may or may not be seeing right now because I could be lazy. Don't make this about you! I could be lazy, I could be not. We'll see how this uh, ends up in post. But, Mitch, to the game now. Obviously, in the first half, it was... uh, you know, it was good to see Jaden Rashada get out there and have, I think, perfect first drive, I would say. I mean, it felt like the perfect first drive for the most part. Uh, that second drive, the third drive, it, it, we started to see the side of Jaden Rashada that we kind of all feared, like those freshman mistakes, I guess sure. you could call them. But he bounced back in a glorious way. I That fourth down touchdown pass to Xavier Guillory, holy smokes. That was the second time that I said wow on the night from a Jaden Rashada throw. And then he backed it up with a beautiful closing of the first half drive with that gorgeous corner fade to close out the half. I thought it was the best we could have seen from Rashada from the night. Unfortunately, it kind of was for the most part. Uh, yeah, because the second half, it was raining a little bit, and you expect an 18-year-old kid to kind of struggle in the rain. It probably was one of his first games ever playing in the rain. Again, he is from California. Oh, they got rain there. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, you know about you know about the rain in California, Mitch? <laughs> Isn't he from Pittsburgh, California? I don't know where Pittsburgh is. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I don't know where it is, but I just kind of want to give my thoughts on the game here. I was very disappointed, honestly. Jaden Rashada looked great in the first half, but the second half, I, I know there was a delay, but you're playing FCS Southern Utah, and you win 24-21. to 21. Like, I, I wanted ASU to come out here and absolutely stomp them. That would give me the hope that Kenny Dillingham is going to be the right hire. I know it's one game. Uh, uh, and then I wanted them to cut down on the penalties. You can go check out on uh, the 
the Arizona Sports tw- uh, Twitter or X or whatever it's called page uh, to see you know my my pregame thoughts. I wanted a blowout, and I wanted them to avoid the penalties. The penalties were there, and it wasn't a blowout. So I'm not really happy about this. I don't think it was a very good performance from Arizona State, and they got a lot of work to do before Mike Gundy and Oklahoma State come into this uh, stadium next week. I believe it was 100 yards uh, in terms of penalty yardage today. I think 10 penalties maybe. I'm not 100% sure on that. Don't quote me on that. There was a five-yard procedural penalty on that last drive as well. I mean, there was a majority of personal foul penalties. Of course, very early on, you had the disqualification on on the targeting call for ASU. So... That there were two of, targeting calls in this game. There was one on on uh, uh, Utah, in Southern Utah. Yeah, their, their their placeholder for their kicker got called for targeting and had to be disqualified from the game. Man. And I wouldn't have even known that if they didn't point it out. They had the Pac-12 broadcast on upstairs. I wouldn't have known that until they had pointed that out on the broadcast. What a hit, though. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, let's get back to just the offense and lack thereof in the second half for ASU. Uh, in terms of the running game, we saw some glimpses today, but in the second half, you would hope that in the rain, they'd be able to run out the clock a little bit, but it didn't seem like that was really... I, I'm going to go to Mitch first on this one because you had your chance to talk a little bit, Jesse. You had your chance. You had your chance. Uh, Mitch, I want to hear your thoughts just on... In terms of the offensive line, I feel like they didn't get the push necessary to you know, get those lanes for the running backs today, especially against an FCS opponent. And there were, there was, I remember there was a holding penalty on one of the runs that could have resulted in a touchdown. And unfortunately it did not. I'm not saying that's the microcosm of how the offensive line performed today, because we did see a great running back performance today. It unfortunately was not the person that I expected to have the great running back performance. D Carlos Brooks was fantastic on the ground today. Cam Scadaboo. Eh, but it'll certainly get better. I kind of like this one-two tandem that they have going between Scadaboo and DeCarlos Brooks. How much of it is going to be Brooks versus Scadaboo next week? I have no idea. I'm curious to see. Yeah, running game-wise, Sean Aguano is usually brought in a really, you know, every running back that he's brought in has success immediately. And it wasn't what it was like today shout out southern utah honestly for coming into this stadium against an fbs opponent uh this is super nerdy inside baseball talk but i was on the sidelines and i'm a big helmet guy and they had some slightly outdated looking helmets uh some of their players and then you know no jerseys no names on the back of their jerseys a very minimal like sideline setup going on over there just a couple benches couple coolers so shout out to them for coming in here 24 to 21 they lose just by three. I don't believe in moral victories, but it's a moral victory for them just a little bit. And just, I got to tip my cap to them, but I did want to say one more thing about Rashada. I will say that I think I was wrong wanting Trenton Bourget. Jaden Rashada has one of the best deep balls I've ever seen. Oh my gosh. It's insane. It's one of the best deep balls I've ever seen. Like the throw to Guillory, Oh my gosh, was that a perfect ball. On fourth down. On fourth down. Yeah, it was perfect. So Jane Rashada, he's he's that dude. I, I the the deep ball on fourth down, uh the touchdown that I missed because I was editing. Uh but <laughs> You know, I, I I do I do miss my fair share of touchdowns uh, over here. You guys can get on me about that. That's fine. Don't make this about you, Jeremy. But here's here's the thing: 
I was really impressed with Jaden Rashada today. I think he's going to be a star. If he plays like this in his first game, just imagine what he's going to be like in his junior year. He's only a freshman now. Jaheisman. You really stole the mic for that. That's tough. That was a tough one. I uh, I did want to say, back to your point about Southern Utah, I was uh, walking past their sideline in the uh, between the third and fourth quarter, and uh, their coaching staff was really trying to hype up their players, telling them to shock the world. I, I love that. You know, I think the, the coaches need to, you know, even it's a midnight, you know, they're trying to get their players hyped up. Yeah. And look, they made it a three-point game at the end, and like you said, Jesse, uh, you don't believe in moral victories, but this is a moral victory. Here's what I'm curious to see if we jump ahead to next week, because I think this one was way too weird to have like a full judgment of. We saw two different ASU teams today. That first half team, awesome, dynamite. The offense was humming, cooking. Defense was looking stellar, and we were so worried about them from the get-go. Second half was literally all of our worst fears combined into, what was it, 30 minutes of football? 24 minutes of football? I don't know how many minutes this is anymore. <laughs> The point being, I'm very curious to see how this team performs when they can play a full four quarters without a two-and-a-half-hour disruption right in the middle. Is this going to happen again next week? I don't think so. So if ASU can just play a complete game and show that they can play a complete game, this might actually be a very, very promising season in year one of Dillingham. That's the... That's the most I've ever seen it rain in the state of Arizona. Seriously. I, I don't think I've ever seen it rain that much. It was it was crazy. I, I, I This is inside baseball, but I really wanted to go out there and do some Jim Cantori kind of stuff. Like, I'm reporting here. It's 90-mile-an-hour winds, this hurricane. And it, I couldn't because uh, I didn't have a, a hood or anything that I could I could make. I, could, I couldn't pull it off, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, the hood that flaps over his eyes. Uh, shout out Jim Cantori, by the way. He is the GOAT weather reporter. And um, j- I, we, we've got to pull this clip and tag Jim Cantori and see if he if he uh, aggregates us. This? If we tag him. If you don't know who Jim Cam- Cantori is, please look it up. He's incredible. Incredible. Um, anyway. For next week, uh, we're going to go over it a little bit in our midweek podcast when we talk about Oklahoma State. But I think we can all agree that got to cut down on the penalties and then get the running game going. Defense was fine. We didn't even talk much about the defense in this podcast. We will get into it a little bit more again in our midweek podcast. But it's we, 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. We got to get going. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at AZ Sports Devils. Yes, Mitch, we, we can see. I just want uh, them to see. It's Some of it's visual, some of it's audio. So, you know. I want them to see. Okay. Um, <laughs> You can follow us on Twitter at AZ Sports Devils. You can find us online anywhere. Yeah, X, sorry. Um, You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. This has been State of the Sun Devils here, 2 a.m. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me. I really appreciate it. See you tomorrow, 10 a.m., Wolf and Luke. (laughs) For Jesse Morrison and Mitch Reldis, I'm Jeremy Schnell. We'll talk to you next week.